Hello and welcome to Conversations with Moon Body Soul. I'm Katie Tyner, the founder of Moon Body Soul, and I will be sharing with you guys my experience at the Tucson Gym Show. So I just got back about a week ago. It's taken me an entire week to fully recover. Um, I've decided to take a break and just sleep and relax, and it was so needed after this experience. It is a lot. So if you're not familiar with the Tucson Gym Show, it is a gym and mineral show that happens every year in the city of Tucson, Arizona. And when I say it happens in the city, it actually takes over the city. It is just wild. There are shows all over the place, the entire city, about 50,000 plus people go every year. It goes over a span of, I believe, three weeks, um, but not all shows happen at the same time. Uh, But there are 48 shows, I believe, this past year. So obviously, just from those numbers alone, you can kind of get an idea of how overwhelming of an experience this can be. It started in 1955, just to give you a little bit of background, and there were just 15 vendors at that first show. It started in the elementary school, um, and now it's just, yeah, taken over everything. I've gone the past three years, um, which has been incredible, and I feel like I've learned a lot over the past three years, still continuing to learn, and just I feel like I will never miss this show ever. I just love going, and now it's just what I will do every beginning of February. (laughs) So this year, my mom and I, I drove down to San Diego, and then my mom and I took my dad's truck. Thank you, dad. So very kind of you. (laughs) He has a huge Ram truck. We drove it from San Diego to Tucson on Monday morning. Long trip, drove all day. It's about six, I think we made it in about six and a half hours. And then we spent the night there. The next morning, uh, we decided to hit our first show and it was the jewelry show. My mom, as you know, probably makes jewelry and um, we have done a few updates on our site where we've made collaborations together, but she also does um, mala necklaces, which we actually haven't collaborated on yet. So our first day was all about the jewelry. Um, We looked for different kinds of beads. I actually bought some very incredible garnet beads where she will be remaking my garnet mala, which if you're not familiar with what malas are, they are 108 beads. normally used as a prayer necklace, but they're used across a lot of different cultures. I love using it as a gratitude practice. So I will take each bead and uh, try to name something I'm grateful for and move on and move on and move on until I've done all the way around the necklace 108 times, which it actually can become super overwhelming in so many ways because as you're going through at first, you're like, wow, this is easy. I can say like, oh, I'm thankful for this, this, and this. And then you start to get a little stuck. And then you start naming things that you maybe never would have thought to name. Um, but I totally suggest doing a gratitude practice if you have a set of mala beads. Um, but yeah, so that's how we started. And then my friend Lexi, who will for sure be coming on the show soon, she flew in. She currently lives up in Idaho, Wyoming area, like right on the border. And she flew into Tucson. We picked her up that afternoon um, and completed the day at the jewelry show. 
So that was the very first day. I will say it is the entire day. So most of the shows start at 10 a.m. and then go until 6 p.m. And it was so funny because the very first day, we were, it was about 2 o'clock, and Lexi came over to me and she was like, so what time are we done? Like, when do we want to leave? And I just thought she was kidding at first, and I looked at her, and I was like, well, it ends at 6. I was like, so 6. And she, like, said right then and there that she realized how much I was there to do business and get stuff done. So I go. I'm very serious. <laughs> I go the entire time. I wish it was open earlier. I wish it lasted later. But honestly, like, I don't think I could handle it if it did. <laughs> But this show is one of the best shows to buy for the entire year because you are meeting with all of the world's suppliers. You're usually talking directly to the people that own the mines um, or mine the stones themselves. And I just think that is so incredibly important when I'm buying stones. I really do not like to buy sight unseen. I don't like to order from the internet, which is so funny because... I obviously sell my stones on the internet, um, but I feel like I just love to know where they're coming from. And if I'm the only middle person that handles them, that's even better. So this is just a great place to get to go and talk to the people that sometimes are the ones literally pulling it out of the earth. And then it comes into my hands. I get to spend time with them. Sometimes I get a little too attached. I obviously keep way too many, um, but then I get to rehome them and it just, it feels so good to me. And I do want to share with you guys uh, quite a funny story about my history with selling stones. So when I was about six years old, I believe I was six, my mom was working at the dentist office in our hometown and she got a phone call that her daughters were out on the lawn selling rocks and <laughs> my sister and I we were going behind our house there were train tracks and there were really beautiful sparkly rocks back there so we set up a rock stand and we sold them for 50 cents a piece and we definitely sold some rocks <laughs> um, but I will never forget that because when I first called my mom the first year I was going to Tucson and I told her I was going to add gems and minerals um, to our website, she reminded me of that story. And she was just like, Katie, this is like meant to be. This must be your calling. At such a young age, you were so attracted um, to rocks and you saw their value. And <laughs> I just love it. So that's my history behind it. But I do think that going to this particular show, there is just so much. Um, we had such a good experience. So I did I did offer some private shopping. I announced it on Instagram a few weeks before I left and I had some people sign up. And this was just a really fun, different way um, that I haven't shopped like before. So I shopped for some really fun items. I bought a big ruby, a big emerald. I even bought some jewelry for people. So overall, it was just such a fun experience to do the private shopping but it was a little bit stressful I have to be honest constantly having to be messaging and being plugged into my phone and waiting for replies and going back places to get stuff if someone did end up wanting it and we were bouncing around to different shows um, every single day it wasn't till later in the week that we actually went to multiple shows in a day it's just really hard to do that most of the shows you're paying for parking 
They're quite large. It would take you even more than a day to visit all the booths. So we pretty much would do a show per day. Um, but I did want to share with you guys some of the fun stuff that um, is coming to the site soon and some of my favorite people that I met at the gym show. The first one I'm going to share, um, his name is Roberto. I actually met him last year at the gym show, and then throughout the year, um, he drove from Jalisco, Mexico, up to Los Angeles. So I've seen him a few times in between, but him and his family, he has, I believe, three daughters, and they uh, mine obsidian on their land, and then they also shape it all. So I have some incredible obsidian from him coming. Um, There's some gold sheen stones, which I just love the gold sheen. There's some obsidian scrying mirrors, which are um, exactly what they sound like. They're a mirror. You can see yourself, but it's basically like a black mirror. Um, But they are circular, and you can hold them and practice a scrying meditation where you view yourself in the mirror. It's really powerful. Those are coming. And if you're not familiar with obsidian, it is actually volcanic glass. So it's actually deep, deep liquid magma that has come up from the center of the earth And when it arrived to the surface, it cooled very rapidly and it turned it into this beautiful glass um, that's known as obsidian. But I just feel like that is one of my favorite grounding stones because of its origin, because it is just so deep, deep from the earth. Um, I just, yeah, I love it for grounding. And then when you see the gold sheen, it's a little bit sparkly. I feel just it's like a rooted rooted kind of fire feel to it. So those are coming. I'm so excited about those. Um, My next favorite stones, or I guess these aren't in any particular order, uh, but I really love Madagascar. I love Madagascar rose quartz. Um, Actually, any stone from Madagascar, I'm totally crazy about. Uh, But I knew that I wanted to get more raw rose quartz from Madagascar. And we ended up finding... I believe on the second to last day, the most perfect uh, supplier of this. They are directly from the mine itself. They only go to the show. There's no way I can order more. And so I decided to pull the trigger on like a ton of raw rose quartz. We filled up the back of the truck with it. If you were watching on Instagram, we took a video of it. It was insane. Each bag is Each bag is like 55 pounds, I believe. It's all sold in kilos. That's the other thing. If you're going to go prepare to do some hard math of kilos to pounds, but I believe it's 55 pounds each bag. They are so heavy, but it's been so fun opening them up, getting them out and seeing what's inside. But they were just the sweetest people. Um, I picked up some other rose quartz from them as well, some finished pieces that I will be sharing really soon. And then Celestite from Madagascar. So this was a completely different mine, a different family, um, but they had the best Celestite. So Celestite is a blue uh, crystal, forms in crystal formation, usually in little like geode form, Um, sometimes really big, big chunks, and other times like little druzy, sparkly crystals. So Celestite energetically or metaphysically is believed to connect you to the celestial a way to communicate it is blue so it's connected to your throat chakra and it's just like a very peaceful energy to me a very like calming cooling stone 
Um, I do want to interject. So just I haven't really made this that clear, but I do want to let you know my feelings on crystals, metaphysical properties, and their healing properties. In my opinion, I do believe that everything holds an energy. Um, I believe we are very attuned on a subconscious level to energy of items and people, but maybe in our awareness, um, you might not realize how much you're picking up on that. So I do think that everything has a certain energy. Um, but I do think that there are some people who are very tapped in that have been able to write about the energy of these stones, which is what I think is really cool. So you can read books about them. But I also like to remind myself that that is just one person's interpretation of the stone. What I think is really powerful when it comes to gemstone and crystal healing is understanding how it can provide you um, a physical item that you can then set an intention with and it can hold that intention. It can be a reminder of that intention. So I like to keep that in mind and I just wanted to share that now so you kind of understand my viewpoint on crystals. Obviously, I love them. I have them all over the place. I'm currently holding an aquamarine in my hand, um, which I, I think I've held every single podcast and every single yoga class and every single Newman Circle um, because this stone is said to help you communicate better and help you speak your truth. And I just feel like if I can hold this in my palm, a physical item that I can just tap into and know that, yes, I'm valid. I can speak my truth. I can share. Um, it's just a little reminder of that. And it's fucking beautiful. So <laughs> that's my take on crystals. Take it or leave it. Feel free to read books. I mean, I take. I think I take everything with a little grain of salt that I read. It's just one person's idea on it, but really how I feel and my intuition right away from the crystals. Um, and some of them, yeah, they're just so cool to look at. You could show it to somebody that is not into the energy side of it at all and they would still be just so into how beautiful some of these stones are um speaking of aquamarine though uh, lexi and i had so much fun we met this um, old gentleman from pakistan and he had a huge pile of aquamarine that he said we could go through and we found some incredible pieces that i believed should never be put in a pile <laughs> at all they were so gorgeous and actually one of the coolest things we found in that pile were I picked up one and I swore it had a perfect hole drilled through it and I was like Lexi look at this hole like what I've never seen this like someone drilled this so I asked the guy I said like why would there be a hole in this this obviously looks drilled and I mean, we had a little bit of a hard time communicating. English was not his first language, but he told me that he got the aquamarine directly from the mine, that he knew the people it came from, and that he was like, there's no reason why it should be drilled. But I thought it was really cool. I'm like, of course, I'm going to get this. I want to put a necklace. Um, I want to make my mom have me make a necklace with it that it can wear. I just love aquamarine. And we're looking, we're looking, and boom, I find a second piece. And I'm like, get out of here. Look, there's a perfect circle. Like, there's no way this is a natural thing, I don't believe. Um, I really think someone had to have drilled it. So Lexi's like, yes, I'm totally, like, I want that. I want a necklace. So pretty. And then we're looking, and we're like, oh, my God, we've been here so long. Like, we should really step away from the aquamarine, but it was so hard to. And we pulled out a third one with holes in it and I showed the guy again I'm like look at these they all have holes like what 
what in the world? And he just kept saying like he had no clue. So I feel like someone was practicing drilling holes or maybe it's something to do with the tool that they're mining it with. I have no clue. But uh, my mom, Lexi and I were all going to make necklaces out of them. So I'm really, really excited to see the finished product, um, a big hunk of aquamarine. It'll be like a longer necklace uh, hanging down towards my belly. But we did pick out a handful of really nice ones uh, that I will be listing soon. And then also from that same show, I brought back a ton of selenite. Uh, selenite is a white stone. It's very, very soft. Um, it can break easily. It's a gypsum, so it's basically like it can move down into a fine powder very, very easily. Should never get wet. Um, but in the metaphysical world, it is thought to help you charge and cleanse your crystals as well as protect your space. So I have three windows that go out into the street here on the side of our loft and I line them with selenite rods. Um, whenever I hold the new moon circle, I have really big selenite rods that we put around the circle that my friend Jill taught me when we were leading those circles together and I've kept it up. I just love it. It feels like an area of just protective white shield around us. Um, but I went back to my favorite selenite guys. They are from Morocco. I believe they're brothers, um, but I've bought from them all three years, believe it or not. So whenever we've had the selenite palm stones on the website, and now we've had generators and spheres and different shapes, um, I bought from them this year more than I ever have before. I hope you guys are ready. We have bowls coming, um, which I love because you can put smaller stones in them or you don't even have to use it for crystals. You could really put anything in it. Again, it's a soft bowl, so you don't want to get it wet, but it's so great for um, putting smaller stones in and then you can move them around your living space without worrying about them falling off. Um, I also did get some charging plates. We have circles coming. We have larger squares. We have some hexagon type shapes. We just have so much selenite coming, even some like ruler shape. We just have a ton of selenite. Um, I personally think you cannot have enough selenite. So I'm really excited to share those with you. And uh, oh, another really fun one. We uh, met these Brazilian men. It was their first year at the show um, and they had just the most incredible mainly rutilated um, so many crazy different kind of quartz they had huge citrine that I actually bought for a client with the private shopping so gorgeous natural citrine they were so incredible and this is another time when having Lexi there with me was so nice because apparently she can speak a ton of languages which I had no idea um, and it turns out that this guy that was running this booth um, spoke primarily in German he like grew up in Germany for a while I believe and him and Lexi had like this German connection where they spoke in German and made a great friend with him. Um, he also told us about the big gym show that happens in Germany every year and she's like determined to go. So if I go to an international show, I that is where I would go. It sounds really cool. It sounds pretty big, just like Tucson, but I would just love to see it in another form. Um, 
And lastly, one of the most exciting things, I was so stoked. We were able to find the Zambia Women's Collective. So they are women from Zambia, Africa that mine citrine. And actually their booth was right next to um, her brother's booth. And she was telling us how they all kind of mine, but the brothers really mine. And then the women um, help facilitate and sell and make the crystals into really cool things. And I picked up a lot of Zambia citrine. It was just incredible to see. So in the past, I've had some before with the smoky tips. Um, I did find a few points like that, but most of these are just wild, deep, natural yellow color. Um, Citrine is one of my favorite stones personally because it's connected to your solar plexus, your fire, your um, willpower, your ability to do, get shit done. It's also like fire sun energy, like energy of the sun. It is my favorite when I'm feeling tired or sluggish or really just needing a little energy boost. I love holding on to citrine. And these are so incredible. They're so unique in color. And I love that it's supporting these women. And we had a really good conversation with her. She was so kind. She kept gifting us other stones. She gave me a little watermelon tourmaline, also from Zambia. Um, she gave Lexi like a garnet, like cut garnet. Like it was insane. Um, but as Lexi was checking out and buying her crystals, I started buying <laughs> more crystals. Like it was so hard to walk away from her booth. We kept buying stones. She kept giving us little gifts. It was so incredible. I definitely cannot wait to list those and share them with you guys and hopefully um, need to order from her again soon because I just loved, loved her energy and would love to support her and all the women there that are doing that. Those are some of my favorite stones that will be coming to this site soon. It was just such an incredible experience. Those are some of my favorite uh, people that we met. We've had so many other encounters that were just hilarious and incredible. I talked to Lexi on the phone again today and we both just couldn't stop laughing thinking about some of our experiences there. It was so fun. I don't think I've laughed that hard that much in such a long time. It was really, really fun, high energy, so many great people. Um, yeah, there's lots of other really cool stuff coming. Some stuff from Peru, Ah, uh, God, just just so cool. I can't wait to share. I haven't even unpacked everything just yet. I have most of it unpacked, but I will be unpacking it really, really soon and yeah, sharing with you guys. Um, so my sisters actually came and met us for the end of the show. I have two older sisters, Jennifer and Allie, and they drove from San Diego as well. They came for about two days and it was their first time there. They had a ton of fun just going for themselves to see what they could find. And I think they really enjoyed it, probably coming back with me next year. Um, my mom and I, we had a lot of fun. Like I mentioned, we started with the jewelry show. We ended up going back to that show towards the end. And we did pick out a few pieces that we will be collaborating on soon. I will let you in on a secret just because I do want to share. I'll just tell you about one of them. Um, we found these incredible little rutilated um, or tourmalated clear quartz drops that have all of these black tourmaline um, rutilations in it. 
or tourmalations. I guess it's called tourmalations when it's black tourmaline inside. Um, but they look incredible. They were the first thing I saw that I was like, yes, get those. They're so cool. I love tourmalated and rutilated items. I think they're just so eye-catchy and crazy. So root tiles are um, usually gold. They can also be silver, kind of a range of color. But uh, when they form by themselves, they actually look like all these little hairs and they'll form in like a star shape. But when you see them in crystals, they'll just be hair-like inclusion, sometimes really sporadically all over. Um, energetically, they're said to act as little antennas, which I love picturing that. Like there are little antennas to higher frequencies. So I personally look for stones that have rutilations because I just think, yeah, it gives it some extra oomph and I'm definitely found some pieces that I'm keeping <laughs> probably should not keep any more stones but um that I'm keeping that have rutilations in them um but yeah those necklaces will be coming with the tourmalated pieces and black tourmaline is a very very grounding stone it is very very good for tapping into the root chakra energy and i actually learned something crazy about about black tourmaline this year so i had a, a client a private shopper reach out she wanted a big rod of black tourmaline and she told me i believe she's even asked me previously if i had anything like this and i told her i did not at the time but i could totally find it at tucson so when the show rolled around, she asked if I could look for it. She said she's seen it in her meditations vividly, this perfect six-inch high-quality black tourmaline rod. So I thought, no problem. Black tourmaline has been everywhere at the previous shows, and I went on the lookout for black tourmaline. Well, little did I know, this year I had the hardest time finding exactly what she was wanting. I was able to find some lower quality pieces of black tourmaline. So the difference between low quality and high quality black tourmaline is really how well it sticks together and how solid of the pieces they are. So if you have a lower quality black tourmaline, it's probably going to break a little bit easier. There might be, you know, some other minerals mixed in there, maybe some mica, maybe some quartz, but it's not going to be as sturdy. And the higher quality you get, the heavier it's going to be, the more dense it's going to be, the more pure it's going to be. And sometimes they even have terminations on the ends which means they grew like to their fullest and they'll have little end caps um, which means it didn't break off in the earth like that was the whole chunk of black tourmaline that was growing which so cool to see the ones that are terminated um so yeah i went on this on this voyage to find this black tourmaline and it was the very last day so we stayed from monday all the way through sunday and it was sunday lexi had flown home already my sisters had left it was just my mom and i again and i had previously a couple days before found this piece of black tourmaline that was incredibly expensive but it looked just like what she had said so i told her about that piece i told her it was expensive um and she was thinking about it <laughs> so I decided I would reach out one last time and tell her, you know, I've looked everywhere for this black tourmaline. I can't believe I can't find it. And before I could even respond to her, she said, go back, like, let's get that piece. Like, that is it. Which I was like, okay, will do. Like, I would love for someone to own this piece. So I went back to that specific show and I started talking with the man um, that 
uh, is actually selling this. And he explained to me that this mine was shut down in Brazil recently. There will be no more black tourmaline coming from it. I wish I could uh, remember the name off the top of my head. I should have made a note before coming in here. Um, but he said that it was closed. And so I really think that that might be why he said it closed, I believe, two years ago. But that might be why it's been so hard for me to find high quality black tourmaline. So if you get the chance to find some high quality black tourmaline, I say snatch it up now if you're looking for a good piece. Um, because I can't believe that I couldn't find any. If Just from previous years, seeing it everywhere. And I did come to the show a little bit later. Um, I wasn't there at the beginning, so maybe it just all got snatched up this year. Maybe there's other good quality black tourmaline that will be on the market soon. But in my opinion, I think it's rare. I think you should stock up if that's something you're looking for. Um, but yeah, that kind of goes into my next point, which I wanted to share some advice. So when I asked on Instagram if you guys would enjoy listening to a Tucson Gym Show themed podcast, I asked if you had any questions. A lot of you asked for advice for going. So I will just give you some tips. First off is you will not know what to expect really until you get there. Um, if you have an idea of what you want, maybe do some research, get really specific with any stones or specific minerals that you're wanting and do some research on the cost so you kind of know when you're there if um, what you're getting is a good deal or not. Uh, so certain shows, like I mentioned, there's 48 shows all across the city. Certain shows are open to the public, open up to anybody to come. Most do not have a cover fee whatsoever, but then other shows are business only. So you have to present your business info to get in. It's wholesale. Um, those are mainly the shows I shopped at, but we did do some that were retail. So just do your research, look at the list of shows online, see which ones you're really wanting to go to. Most of the shows will list the people that are exhibiting and they will list um, where they're from or what they have. So you can kind of get a good idea. I know it's a little bit harder doing it all from the computer, but I think go with a plan. Um, go with as much of a plan as you can, but then leave room for improvisation. Improvisation and um, leave room for, you know, maybe not having exactly what you want, which is really funny. The first year I went, um, I went with my friend Jill. She was my roommate at the time. Actually, no, we'd already moved apart from each other, but my really good friend Jill, you guys might know her as Spirit Daughter. We went to the first show together and oh my God, it was amazing. She is so knowledgeable about crystals. She shared with me so much knowledge. We had so much fun. Um, I was just getting started. So I really just wanted to feel it out and see what was there. And what I noticed were so many rose quartz spheres. And at the time, I think I like brought four back and then they were a hit. And then before the next show, the next year, I asked people like, would you want a rose quartz sphere? Um, the year before, like I said, there were they were everywhere and I loved them and I was so drawn to the sphere shape. So the sphere shape is said to admit energy in all directions, um, especially a good size one. I believe like it can fill your room with that energy. It's just a very cool, compact shape. Um, it's a very strong shape too. It's not going to break easily. Um, it's very, very solid. So 
I started a Rose Quartz waitlist. I had so many people sign up. I was so excited. And then I get to the gym show the second year and I had the hardest time finding Rose Quartz spheres. I had such a hard time. I was going around asking everybody if they knew where I could get them. And then people were seeing me. They're like, oh, you're the girl looking for the spheres. <laughs> but the Rose Quartz spheres, they... Uh, I was for hard to find last year. It really was. I finally did find them. Um, beautiful Madagascar ones, some from Brazil. I kind of had to piece together a lot of different places, but I did, I did find them. But then fast forward to this year and I feel like they were everywhere again. So you just never know what you're going to get uh, when you're going. Um, and the next piece of advice is take a lot of cash. Before you leave, go to your bank, get cash out. Uh, a lot of these places, especially the retail places, they're going to be cash only, cash or check, which is so surprising to me that people still do checks. I ended up writing, I think I had six checks left in my checkbook and I wrote them all and I, it was so hard to be selective of what I had to save them for because I knew certain people only took cash or check. But take a lot of cash, bring your checkbook. Um, if you're going for, you know, business purposes, get receipts, make notes, like be prepared in that sense. Um, and then give yourself a schedule when you're there. Like I said, uh, the shows are from 10 to 6, which it sounds like a lot of time, but it goes in a flash, especially when you are you know, try like you can get lost at a booth and stay there for a couple hours just on its own. And then when you go to pay even, it can take so long for them to wrap up your stones, for you to pay. It's just everything takes a little bit longer uh, than I think it normally would. So be prepared in that sense, time-wise, and then also give yourself a break to eat. Um, be prepared Maybe if you are open and you don't have many dietary restrictions, they do have some food at the shows and they do have some good options. Like we were able to find gluten-free, vegan options. My sister, she has a lot of allergies. We were able to find options for her as well. Um, so be prepared. Some shows have food on site. If not, give yourself a break in the middle of the day. Go get lunch. Bring granola bars. Bring fruit. Like definitely be prepared. You're expending so much energy on your feet. Um, you're making so many decisions. It can be such like a heady thing that you need to eat. You need to eat. So just prepare. I know that sounds very simple, but I do want to make a mention of it. It's very important. And then talk to the people that are running the booth. This is my favorite thing about going. Now that I've gone a few years, I have some regular booths that I go see. I'm so excited about the people I met this year um, to hopefully stay in touch with them for the future. But use your intuition when you are shopping for something, especially if it's specific or actually even if it's not specific. Trust your gut instinct and your intuition when you see something. You'll just kind of know. But then also try to read the energy of the people. Um, I get a lot of questions about the stones and gems if they're ethically mined. And I think one of the biggest things and the reasons why I like to go to these shows is to talk to the people and ask them where they came from. I'm usually asking them, are you the one mining this? And they say, no, I'm like, who is mining this? I always ask if I can come mine. <laughs> um, only like one person has said yes so far and I need to take them up on it. But I, I love mining and I just love to know where these stones are coming from, whose hands have been on them, has it been done in a proper way. And 
Yeah. So I think just talk to the people. You'll get a good read for their energy. You'll understand. It's kind of funny. The shows, they really have no rhyme or reason. You will be at one booth and it'll be like the nicest stones ever and like thousands of dollar pieces. And then the very next booth will be something very like janky and thrown together and maybe a little bit dirty and unorganized and everything's, you know, $5. Like it's very, there's no rhyme or reason. Like every single booth is its own little world. So you kind of have to go just glancing move through it, see what you're called to, see who's treating their stones nicely. I only like to buy from people that really do put a lot of care into their displays, their setup, everything is clean, they're nice, they talk to me. Um, So yeah, I think that might be all of my advice. Uh, If you're thinking of going, do it. It is so cool. And if you can't go to Tucson, go to a gym show near you. I think they are just so fun. I go to a few throughout the year here in California. Um, I think that it's just a really cool experience to see all of the different vendors. Usually at the smaller shows, you're not going to get the mines directly, but there's still a chance that you can. Um, But yeah, I think that just about covers everything about the Tucson Gym Show. I can't wait to share with you guys all of the different pieces that I'm bringing back. And I hope this was helpful. So please let me know. Thank you so much for listening to Conversations with Moon Body Soul. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe to hear more and leave us a review. If you have any special guests or any requests that you'd like to hear on the podcast, please send us an email to hello at moonbodysoul.com.